I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What is going on, everyone? And welcome to r slash Entitled Parents. Now, in today's first story, a prison guard tells us what it's like working in a prison full of entitled people. Entitled Parents in Jail. Background. I spent 10 years serving as a custodial corrections officer in a male high security prison in Australia. The prison was classified as high security, but also contained residential quarters, medium sec, and low security, the prison farm. I generally worked on the coalface in the high security section where things were pretty wild most of the time. This also included the detention unit, which would technically be rated as maximum security where the prisoners were locked down 23 hours per day and remained segregated at all times. On to the meat of the story. Now, your common entitled parents is usually a first-time prisoner when they reach us. Fresh from the courts and still full of their entitled rights. They are mostly in their early 20s, come from a mostly good background, have money or parents with money, and an ego like a rock star. They are also all utterly bewildered as to how this could have happened to them. They arrive in a complete state of denial, sure that this is all a mistake, and they will be on the streets again in a few hours. The first shot comes when they are processed in. All their clothing and possessions are taken to be stored until release. They are strip searched, showered with lice wash, yes, really, photographed and issued prison clothing, a bed pack and hygiene kit with a prison ID card and after a medical and psych check, they are delivered to the reception units. At some point during this process, they will try to lay down the law to us. You can't make me do that. Take my things away. Make me strip, shower, etc. And the famous, I know my rights. Newsflash, youngin, this is Australia, not the USA. Don't believe everything you see on TV. And this is where they receive the first big shock of their entire lives. Yes, we most certainly can make you do all those things. The only difference is whether you do them voluntarily or whether three big officers do it to you. No, sweetie, it is not against your rights. In fact, I can show you the exact legislation where we can compel you to obey if you like. The vast majority of them crumple by now. A few choose to fight, they all lose. I suppose the thing that annoys me the most is that these kids have been allowed to get this far in life before they realize that the world does not jump to their will. It is plain that mummy and daddy never once used the word no to these entitled little idiots and now someone has been hurt and the entitled parent kitty is in jail. As a three-year-old, it may have been tolerable, even cute I suppose, when they threw a tantrum because they did not get their way. But as an adult, it is not, especially when he wanted someone else's property, for example, or worse still, sex from a girl and was told no, oh dear. This, parents out there, is why each and every child must learn that no means no and they have to respect that. Visit days were particularly fun. Shell-shocked parents coming in, completely devastated that their little precious was in jail, and it is all that girl's fault, don't you know? If she had just given in to him, none of this would have happened. Yes, I was actually told those exact words once. 
The other prisoners, the real hardened lifers, absolutely hated the spoiled little entitled parents. They would describe them as plastic prisoners. Obviously, it was far from uncommon for an entitled parent to try throw his weight around and receive a few slaps for it. The smart ones learned quickly. The really entitled ones usually did not. A bit of advice, kiddies. Do not ever threaten to take legal action against criminals involved with the organized crime rings. It will considerably complicate your remaining time on this planet. So in the end, some of them learn that they are not the center of the universe and there are consequences for their actions. A few don't and we expect to see them again soon. Occasionally, some of the parents also learn that they made a mistake and step up before their child's life is completely ruined. The thing that annoys me the most is that it is entirely preventable. If they had been raised as children to understand the rights of others and their own responsibilities in society, they would never have seen the inside of a cell. As officers, we frequently acted as mentors for a lot of the prisoners we felt had a chance of becoming a good citizen. I never minded doing this. In fact, I am dang proud of the ones I helped to never reoffend. I guess I just found it infuriating that I was having to teach basic lessons in manners that parents should have taught at the age of three. Oh man, so what you're telling me, OP, is that you're not just a prison guard. In reality, you're more of like a mentor and you're, you're kind of like working to help these entitled people figure out, you know, why they are so entitled and, and hopefully improve them. As you said, that's probably one of the most rewarding parts about your job. But still, in the same regard, yes, they should have learned these lessons when they were a young child, when they were a baby, you know, being respectful of others, learning that no means no. I mean, what were their parents doing? It's, it's, it's obviously it comes from their parents as we know with a lot of entitled kids and entitled young people in general It does normally stem from their entitled parents and it's clear to see in this situation that yes If you get entitled people in jail that have done things, you know I don't want to say the r word But you know the r word or just stealing property or things where they think that something belongs to them But in reality it doesn't that normally comes from their parents not telling them that no means no And you can't just go out and get everything you want, you know, and that lesson should have been learned when they were young it's sad to see, to be honest, but um, I guess for some people, going to prison and spending some time in a horrible place is the only way they're ever going to learn. Now, moving on to our second story. My fake stepmom thinks I'm going to pay her for life. Long backstory short, I've lived with my father, well, forever. He got married to a woman, Patricia, the stripper if you're old, for a green card in about 2008-ish. It was always for the green card. I know, wrong, blah, blah, blah. She needed money because she'd just been fired and her daughter was having health problems. Her mother actually encouraged her to drink and smoke at 12. Wonder why the health problems were there. So my father made her an employee so she'd make the minimum amount to sponsor him, $500 a week. She did nothing. She lived in Alabama while we lived in Georgia. He got his green card. He continued to pay her because he was an idiot and didn't get a prenup. I lived with him and worked for him, legit worked for him, so I saw and dealt with him every day. We were close. I had my first child in August 2019, his only grandchild. He was diagnosed with cancer in August of 2019 too. I helped him through all of his medical stuff, took over as much of the business as I could, was his home care provider when he was in a hospice, but unfortunately he died in June. When he was diagnosed, he made a will saying absolutely nothing was to go to his wife everything went to me or my son the house was put in my name with a quick claim deed the cars were all transferred his and her relationship consisted of her literally texting him throughout the week asking for more money hubby i need more money please deposit 
My love, I need more money. I have bills. Husband, I need you to pay my taxes now. Even though I made more than her, she paid $3,000 more in taxes and refused to use our legit accountants too. This was constant. My dad was never rich and his company is small and still has bad seasons. He didn't even tell her when he had a heart attack in 2016. He didn't tell her when I was pregnant, didn't tell her when he was diagnosed with cancer until a month before he died. He called her begging for help because he felt like a burden to me and he figured he was paying her so she could at least help. But she never showed. In Georgia, a wife is entitled to one year of support. So I told her in the middle of COVID, I was dropping her money to $300 a week. I didn't tell her my father had died a month before. I did tell her myself and two employees had to take pay cuts because of COVID, which is the truth. The very next day, she showed up at my house and just walked in. I told her, she yelled at me, she'd brought her mother, she yelled at me. She made a big deal about wanting to meet her grandson, my son, and how much her and my father loved each other. That's a lie. My father hated her. She left and I thought it was over. I was going to continue to pay her $300 and nothing else. Then the threat started. How dare I have lied to her? How dare I cremate him? His choice, by the way. I had to have her approval. I needed to pay her more because it's what he would have wanted. She also was going to come and take what belonged to her, his ashes and all of his personal belongings. She left a purse with him with some immigration stuff in it, which she also wanted. I just told her to F off. A couple days passed. I went to visit a friend two hours away on a Saturday. She showed up at my work, demanding I met her there right now to give her all her stuff, including my father's laptops, phones, and ashes. She threatened to break in, call the cops on me, everything. I was literally in tears on the phone with my immigration lawyer, the probate lawyer, and 911. Both lawyers are wonderful people and knew if I called on a Saturday, it was going to be an emergency. Patricia and her mum eventually left, telling me on the phone that I was a female dog and they were going to get me. Drama happens and I hear nothing from them. I've been paying the $300 a week. She texted me today asking when I was going to pay her taxes. I said never. She told me it was my job to pay them. That's what my father would have wanted because he loved her and didn't want us to be like this. I told her all I had to do, according to law and will, was pay her one year of support, which I was doing since the day he died. She flipped out and called me a liar and started saying how much my father loved her and he'd never want this to happen to her. The dog expected me to continue to pay for everything for her until when? She died? I must pay her cable, her taxes, her everything? One word, entitlements. Uh, Yep, could not have put that better myself, if I'm completely honest. I mean, that is the problem with, you know, relationships that are only there to serve a purpose, a green card purpose, an immigration purpose. I guess your dad kind of knew that when he was getting into this all, that it could have gone wrong. And yeah, it did, but he got what he wanted, I guess. You know, he didn't have to see this woman, paid her a little bit of money a month. Well, $500 is quite a lot. But then when he died, oh, all went to uh, all went to pot there, didn't it? Really? I mean, seriously, what is she expecting? Like to do literally nothing, not work for him, not contribute to any of your lives, not even be there when he died, and still get paid for the rest of her life for what? I mean, he's dead now. What are you expecting? I don't get it. But hey, I actually think that OP dealt with this very well, to be honest. I mean, you didn't get too annoyed, OP. You were just, you know, being quite respectful, if I'm honest. Apart from when you told them to F off, that was completely justifiable. And yeah, why would you continue paying for someone when their partner is dead? It makes no sense. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Now moving on to our final story. Get married and have babies because you owe us grandkids, said my parents. I'm a 38-year-old woman. I have a great career, a loving 31-year-old boyfriend, great pets, and friends. I have never ever wanted kids five years ago I ended a relationship with a man named jason name changed who I thought wanted the same things that I did We had been together for two years in 2015 We'd travel together read comics play video games and do all kinds of fun things I'd always been honest with jason that I never wanted kids. He told me he didn't either Then in the summer of that year, I began to notice changes in him He would talk about how great our friends kids were He tried to get me to spend time with his nephews even though I wasn't close to them He also began talking to my parents way more than usual Then one evening he said he wanted to have dinner with my whole family I found this a bit strange as I don't often spend time with my family But for him I agreed We were having dinner my parents and siblings my brother and sister were there Then he dropped a bomb on me He got down on one knee and said I love you. I want you to be the mother of my children. What the actual F was the first thing that came out of my mouth? We hadn't talked about getting married, much less kids. I never wanted kids and I wasn't ready for marriage. I took him to another room and asked him what the heck he was doing. He dropped another bomb and told me he had been talking to my parents about us getting married and starting a family. Let that sink in. He talked to my parents not me about our future he said he had asked my dad's permission my dad's permission before he asked for my consent i was furious all this was obviously meant to pressure me into saying yes my mother being nosy walked right into the room we were in and asked what was wrong and why i had not said yes i told her and the whole family that they needed to leave when they left i tore jason a new butthole I asked him how dare he assume that I was going to marry him and have kids with him when I had made it very clear that I did not want those things. He told me he was hoping that I would grow up and want something meaningful. He had the gall to act like I was the bad person in all of this. I threw him out and the following day, I ended the relationship for goods. My parents were fuming at me. My mum cried about how she had been looking forward to getting grandkids from me and how I had let her down. My siblings too told me I had made a huge mistake by letting such a nice guy go My dad actually told me to apologize to him Their behavior told me that my desires and consent didn't matter to them one bit They just wanted me to follow the same life script that they did Till today, I still haven't forgiven them Mostly because they still think that they and my ex were right My current boyfriend and I have been together for three years. He and I share the same passions and he has had a vasectomy. So I feel much more secure when he says that he doesn't want kids. My parents and siblings are no longer a part of my life. I hardly ever call or see them and I'm happier for it. I never spoke to Jason again, though he did try and reach out to me. He maintained contact with my parents for some time, hoping that they'd force me to change my mind. 
I still believe that what he did was scummy to say the least But I bear him no ill will and I hope he's happy Wow, that takes a pretty courageous person to uh, forgive someone for literally telling your entire family that you're gonna marry their daughter And have babies with them without even asking you op uh, In the full knowledge that you did not want to get you did not want to have kids at all crazy scenes I mean, I would not forgive him. I'll be honest Like you've literally just you've been played by this guy for a number of years And I reckon in the back of his mind He always knew that he was gonna try and force you to have kids somehow and you know get married when you didn't you you explicitly said you didn't want to Going behind your back, asking your parents first, and then your siblings as well, probably in the knowledge that they would turn on you and pressure you into saying yes. What a horrible thing to do. Oh, I would not forgive him at all. I'd want him out of my life fully. And honestly, I would hope that he, he doesn't have a happy ending, because why? Why would you hope for, for such a nice thing for such a horrible person? Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this episode of Entitled Parents. I really hope you have enjoyed it. If you did and you want more from me right away, check out this playlist of all my Entitled Parents videos. If you're bored and you want something to binge, you know, or go to sleep to, just chill whilst you're doing something else, that is the playlist for you. If you are new to my channel, please consider hitting the subscribe button up here as it really helps me out. And finally, click this if you're feeling a little bit fruity. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.